just going to be continuing some of the thoughts we've been working on the last few weeks. Um, we're looking at, at faith and just uh, some, some, some things that's maybe elementary, but at the same time, it always is something that we need to be reminded of and, uh, and not stray too far away from. Um, if you were here last week, let me just kind of touch on some of those ideas. I feel it's important. We learned about uh, faith, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. Faith is being sure of what we hope for. Uh, and we saw how that word hope is translated in the, in the Greek uh, as elpis, which actually is attached to the good or expectation of good. So faith is being sure of expectation of good. Faith always is connected to good. Good, good, good. Because God is good. Our Father is good. He has good in store for us. I said God is good. Amen. He loves his children. He's a good father. He takes care of his children. And, and that's his nature. But it's also important for us to have the confidence in that goodness. And that's what faith is. It's being sure that he is good. Sure of my expectation of good. And, and we have to also apply that definition to our lives, especially when we go through challenging times or difficult times. All right. Well, we, we do not endorse a full-blown theology of suffering. We do understand that there is suffering and there is challenge in the world and there is COVID and then there is COVID and there is COVID. Amen. But God is a God who does not bring us to the suffering. He brings us through the suffering. And there's a difference between to and through. There's a difference in our faith, how we approach our suffering when we have a through mentality. Amen, amen. God always brought his people through. Thank God he didn't leave Daniel in the lion's den, but he brought him through the lion's den. Thank God he did not leave the three Hebrew boys in the fire, but he showed up as the fourth man in the fire and brought them through. David said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Hallelujah. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. So, so that's, that's how our faith is perfected when we are able to get a clear picture of the good. And, and, and if anybody has a different picture today, the goal is to change the picture and help us to see the good. This changes even how we see the great faith verses. Huh? For example, Hebrews 11:6. without faith, it is impossible to please God. When you translate that with the Elpis, it, it would read, without having a confidence and expectation of the good, it is impossible to please God. You see that? Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. Translate. Abraham had a confidence and expectation of the good and God credited to him. Amen, amen. The just shall live by expectation of the good and being sure of their expectation of good. Amen, amen. Are we okay? So I'm not denying that we have issues from time to time, but I am confident that those issues are temporary because God is permanent. 
Hallelujah. And with God, we will outlive, outlast, outshine every drama. Mm. We will come out uh, uh, not even smelling or appearing like smoke. Hmm. 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 I feel the anointing coming on me now. It's making me a little bit angry. <laughs> Hold me back, somebody. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But God will bring us through. Yeah? And I have enough testimony in my own life to, to tell you that God is truly the God who can bring us through. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So, so we have to develop this faith. We have to have a, a, a strong faith. 1 Peter 1.7, it says that our faith eh, is more precious than gold. Our faith, my faith, is more precious than gold. Can we think about this? Just unpack this a little bit. Now, I, 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 know, I know that gold is, is precious. Gold is valuable. Amen? Uh, uh, and as valuable as it is, uh, Scripture tells us that our faith is more precious, are more, more precious than gold. Because gold is so valuable, eh, uh, there, is, there is great investment that goes into the mining, extracting, and purifying of gold. It is a huge, massive investment. I, I was actually just looking up some of this stuff. There's several ways to per perfect and refine gold. But because the gold is so valuable, the process is very, very uh, demanding. It, because people value the gold that much, they put that much investment into its processing. Aigirma? Yeah. Uh, gold does not... It, it, uh, finished and, and pure gold, it is not found naturally. There's nowhere you can go and pick pick up a, a, a pure, pure gold, except maybe Congo. Hallelujah for Congo. And that's the truth. That's some pure gold lying everywhere. Outside of Congo, however, <laughs> gold is headed, hidden and embedded in rock. It is under the substructure of the earth, so it has to be mined. After it is mined, it has to be separated. It's not valuable until it's separated, processed, uh, purified in the fire, and at the end they pour it out and it comes out. If all the impurities are cleansed from the gold and then it, it comes out pure. And it's only at that point then the value goes up. All right, But the, the point I'm trying to make today is that because people have put a value on gold, hmm, the process is extensive. It's very meticulous. They give care to the process because it's so valuable. Now, now our Bible tells us here that our, our faith hmm, is not only precious, but it is more precious than gold. Which tells me that my, my, my attention to the development and the process of faith has to be careful. It has to be diligent. We don't treat that stuff casually. Faith is more precious than gold, which means our investment in the development of faith, our, our, our development in the extracting the impurities has to be just as high because faith is valuable. Faith is precious. Faith is more precious than gold. If you have any gold on you today in any form, eh? It's probably on you because it's worth something. And you could probably tell me a story about that gold that you are wearing right now. Yeah? Where you were, 
when he gave it to you and what you felt and how the stars in the heavens began to sing on that night when Christ was born. I mean the night when she said yes. Amen. Valuable occasions are marked with valuable things and gold is valuable things. But faith is more valuable. Faith is more precious. So I want us to unpack this processing of faith because I think it can help somebody. Amen? Because it, it, is, it is precious. Now one thing I found out that of faith, um, number one, Romans 10, 17, faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. All right? No faith without hearing. Now I would like to also suggest that hearing is different from seeing. Hmm? They say that seeing is believing, and that's not necessarily true. Believing is seeing. Hmm? Seeing is not hearing, and faith does not come by seeing. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Uh, I was sharing with the staff this week, uh, Matthew 28, 17, after Jesus had risen from the dead, and He appeared to His disciples. He went ahead of them, and He told them to meet Him on the mountain. The Bible says... When the disciples saw Jesus, they bowed down and worshipped him. But it says, but some doubted. I said, are you serious? Some doubted. This man was dead. It was publicized that he was dead. If you remember the Emmaus Road conversation, the whole city, headline news, CNN, breaking news, Jesus is dead. Hmm? Everybody knew about it. But now the one who they said was dead is standing before you, risen in all of his glory. And he is about to ascend to the Father and he's about to give them the, what we have come to call the Great Commission. But some of them doubted. And I, if I was there, I would come down to those few doubting people and say, boom, what's wrong with you people? He is here. He is dead. How could you doubt having seen all that? What is wrong with you? Where have you been? All right. But they're so, they were they're like, if I was them, I would really give them a piece of my mind. How could you not believe? And I think the reason some doubt it is because they are seeing Jesus and faith does not come by seeing. Yeah? Faith comes by hearing. All right. If it would have been for the seeing, the children of Israel would have possessed their promised land the day after they crossed the Red Sea. All right. But they had a problem uh, with their hearing. They are witnessing miracles more than any other generation had ever experienced. The witnessing of the miracles, what they were seeing was not the problem. Their problem was their believing. They did not believe what they heard. That's why in the Emmaus Road, when the disciples were walking to Emmaus from Jerusalem, the Bible says that Jesus came and stood among them. And there was two disciples. Now there's three. And the third one is Jesus himself. The resurrected Jesus. Hallelujah. But... He asked them, what were you talking about as you walked on the road? And they said to him, they, the Bible says they stopped, stood still with their faces downcast. And they said, man, this guy, haven't you heard what has happened in Jerusalem? We thought Jesus was the man. He was crucified. Game over. We are sad because we lost Jesus. Now, if I was Jesus having heard that, you know what I would do? No, no, no. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Like, I mean, just put yourself in Jesus' shoes. I mean, with all highest respect to enough. But just imagine if I, if I was Jesus and they were crying because I was dead and I'm alive standing right next to them, I would say, 
Surprise, it's me. Come on, don't leave me alone up here. Huh? I mean, if I was Jesus, I would really milk that opportunity to just show off and say, surprise. And then they would say, my God. You know, just, it would go crazy if I was Jesus, but I'm not Jesus. And it's probably for a good thing because Jesus knows something I don't know. And that is faith comes by hearing, not by seeing. So instead of saying surprise, the Bible says that Jesus started with Moses and the prophets and began to tell them everything that was written in the scriptures about him. Because you don't really know him by seeing. Yeah, we know him by hearing. Hallelujah. And some of us have too much appetite to see something. It's already there. He's already living in you. Hallelujah. He's already speaking to you. For somebody, he's speaking to you right now. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Faith comes by hearing. Faith comes by hearing. And Jesus knows this, so he gave them word. Hallelujah. He gave them word. And when he, they saw the word, it's through the word and the breaking of the bread that they saw him. So, so this becomes very important to build our faith because faith is more precious than gold. We have to understand the value of hearing because hearing goes a long way in our faith. It's actually how our faith comes. Amen. So I'm going to use a little, uh, a little illustration that I used several, uh, I don't know, some time back. Some of you might remember this, but I think it's good just to give you a picture of how, how our faith works and how how uh, actually there's no one in this room that this does not apply to because we're all the product of this process okay if we could put that up uh, my, my people's come on now look at this what does that say okay in the beginning was the this is not just for the beginning of the beginning but it's the beginning for every beginning okay the word is the beginning of everything all right everything it had, it had a word in the beginning everything comes from word all right? Now, word uh, is the beginning. Word produces something called thoughts. But, but word gives way to thoughts, and thoughts give way to life. All right? So, so, so uh, this happens to all of us. This is, this is me. This is you. Okay? Now, what happens many times is that uh, something goes wrong in life, and when something goes wrong in life, we start running around trying to fix life, all right? But we don't fix life on the life level because life is a product of thoughts. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he, all right? So, so life is a product of, of, of thoughts. And thoughts are not fixed by thoughts, all right? Thoughts are fixed by word, all right? So whatever the life limit that we are at right now, it is the product of the thoughts that we are thinking. And it will never be greater. If it is greater, you will come back to whatever you were thinking. That's why people who sometimes win the lottery and get a lot of money, most of those people end up broke again. Because that blessing was not a product of their thoughts. That blessing was a product of life, of luck. Yeah, and your life will always measure up to your thoughts. You're welcome, church. And our thoughts will never be greater than our word. All right? So quality word brings quality thought, brings quality life every time, every time, every time. Yeah? Okay. So, so the, the problem now for us is when it comes to word, 
the source for all word is our senses. Uh, what we've seen and heard, what we've experienced over the, the course of our life, it comes in by way of word and then we start collecting all of this data and it is stored in, in the hard drive. And it's deeply embedded in the hard drive. Mm -hmm. And, and it's, it's stored in there and sometimes, for example, have you ever like gone somewhere and smelled something it remind, and when you smell it, it reminds you of, yeah? It's like, my childhood. My, maybe it's, a, I don't know, like, fill in the blank for me. Okay. <laughs> it could be all manner of things, but what happens is your smell, it takes you back to something that has already been stored in there. And you are reliving the experience. Okay. Like when you're overseas, people miss injera. And when they go to Ethiopiaville, because there's Ethiopiaville everywhere outside of Ethiopia. All right. And you walk down whatever Fairfax in Los Angeles and, oh, stop. Oh, take me back. Oh, all right. You don't do that in Gurage Agar. Okay? You do that in America where you go to Ethiopiaville. Because now the, the hard drive has been activated. Now that doesn't happen to me because I did not grow up here. I have an affinity for rice-based injera. Yeah, don't mess with me. Because that's what we do in Kenya. When there's no teif, you do it with rice. Sometimes mixing a little bit of uh, ugali and uh, maize powder. Come on somebody. Hmm? For the thickening and the absorption to make it right. All right. Uh, in America, when we were in trouble, we used Aunt Jemima pancake mix. Now you just do whatever you can to get by. <laughs> All right. But, but see, because there's no memory for me when people say, oh, you know, like when, when people come from Ethiopia, with, uh, they always take injera and wet with them, you know, like even the, the immigration officers at America Customs, they already know if the flight is from Ethiopia. Do you have any foreign food? No, no foreign food. And then the immigration officer, he asked me one time, Quanta <laughs> You've been through this before. <laughs> but everybody goes crazy because they have a memory. Uh, injera from Ethiopia. Oh my God, oh my God. Everybody but me. Take me to McDonald's. I'm just fine with that myself. All right? Because there's, a, there's, a, there's something in the memory. Okay? That's activated. And so we are... Our, our words is, is a product of our life experience, what we've seen, what we've smelled. And therefore, okay, it's capped at that level. We don't go beyond that at all because that's all we know. All right? Thoughts follow and our life follows that order all the time, every time. So, so when it comes to the building of faith, this is actually a liability. And God knows that this is a liability. So that's why God gave us the Holy Spirit. One of the greatest jobs of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Hallelujah. I love 1 Corinthians 2, 9 and 10. Hmm? Uh, eye has not seen. Ear has not heard. Neither has entered into the heart of man. What God has in store for those who loved him. But he has revealed these things to us by the Spirit. Hallelujah. He has revealed these things to us by the Spirit. So what the Lord does for us by way of His Holy Spirit is He will give us a different word that is completely divorced from our hard drive. A foreign language to our experience. And He will speak that word to us so He bypasses our hard drive and that new word takes over our thoughts. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
And we're not thinking like our experience anymore, our tribe anymore, our language anymore, our feelings anymore. We are now thinking in agreement with God. Hallelujah. And our life, whoo, child. Once the thoughts have been attached to the Holy Ghost, the life starts to smell like the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Starts to look like God. Starts to have different anticipation and expectation because we have drawn from a different source. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Can, can we say amen or something? You see, church, this is, this is my testimony. Hmm? This is my personal testimony. Uh, because, because of my experience in Ethiopia, hmm, I had a certain hard drive built on Ethiopia. I was born here, but that's it. I left as soon as I was born. Hmm? I just couldn't take it anymore. Hmm? <laughs> but uh, like my upbringing is a little bit messed up. Okay, it's a very, I'm not, not as far as abuse or anything, but just about a, 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 a mix of a spruce juice. All right, like my, my first language was Mandarin. Hmm? Chinese. Amen. Then, then as soon as I was getting comfortable, then we go to America. And as soon as I'm getting comfortable, we go to Kenya. Emiya, Kenya. But just when you start getting comfortable, then boom, then I'm gone again and I'm gone and again and I'm gone again. But when I was a child, my parents wanted me to have a, a, a love for my, my country and appreciation because I don't have any mem memory. And they brought me here trying to get me to have some kind of affinity. And I had a very traumatic experience here. Uh, the donkeys and the dirt. And the, the, it was during the time of communism. It's not advisable to come and visit as a tourist in the time of communism. Yeah? And they tried to make me feel good. I went to a, a place called Kombolsha. All right? And uh, they told me that the fried chicken in Kombolsha is something serious. I said, really? Kombolsha fried chicken? I never heard of that before. But you understand, when you hear fried chicken, you have a, you have a hard drive of what fried chicken is. There's such thing as fried chicken, brothers and sisters. And I was expecting some, I mean, I had plans. All the way, don't worry. They call me, I'm not gonna tell you my bitsim, but they call me, don't worry. When we get to Kombolsha, we have fried chicken for you. I was saying, hallelujah, fried chicken, fried chicken, fried chicken. And we got to the place, it's a little like, you know, Chikabeth Nagar, you know? It's okay, it's okay. The house can be a mud house, but the chicken is fried chicken. You know, you encourage yourself in your hard drive. And then, you know, the server came and says, what can, I, what can we get for you? And they said, the boy wants fried chicken. Are you serious, fried chicken? Yes, fried chicken. Okay, we'll bring fried chicken. I said, hallelujah, fried chicken. My mind is gone. My mouth is salivating. I am preparing for the glory. Hmm? And then when, when they go out there, after just a few minutes, I hear this sound. And I said, in Jesus' name, what was that? Because in the other place where I had chicken, that's not a part of the meal. You don't, you don't hear the whole process <laughs> of killing the chicken, you know, torturing the chicken, cutting off the neck of the chicken. Somehow that doesn't register with me when I'm thinking fried chicken. And I started to feel compassion for the chicken, you understand? And after it screams, they bring something out on a plate. Now, how can you eat that after you just heard what it went through? <laughs> and I couldn't eat my chicken. So as I told you before, I'll tell you again, I was traumatized. 
I, it took me a long time to warm up to fried chicken again because, you know, the poor chicken. But anyway, <laughs> so I had all of these memories. And, and generally, because of my experience, I had no desire to come back. I had desires to go serve the Lord in other places. I had a memory. And because of my memory and what I had heard and what I had experienced, eh, I had a thought that was capped when it comes to this country. Eh? And my life would testify to everything that I was thinking about this country. And that was, that was it. We're not, we're not budging from that. But one day, I had a visitation from the Lord. And the Holy Spirit came. I've told you the story before. The short version is, the Lord, by means of His Spirit, showed me something that was very different from every other hard drive that had been processed in my thinking. I began to see a blessing that was so off the, 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 the map, so off the grid, that only God could do this. And as I saw and received that word, my thinking started to change, you see? And I began to see what kind of a blessing could come from this place. What kind of a blessing could come from Africa. I began to see, and it became so much of a thought in my life that my it thought for me that my life followed what I was thinking. You see, and then we 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 got a ticket. Amen. So uh, what the Holy Spirit does and the blessing is that He gives us new word that cancels out all the other words. So we start thinking on His level, so that our life would start to testify of what God has done, hallelujah. It's not what you have seen that he will show you. He will show you what you have not seen. I've heard it said that if God ever came down in a tangible form and had conversation with us, we would fall flat on our backs in the glory because he's on such another level. He's not worried about the, the price of nedaj and the inflation and the rent and everything. He's like, and just big. As high as the heavens are above the earth, so far is his thoughts uh, above our thoughts and his ways above our ways. He's big. He is big. He has big plans. He has big ideas. He has big plans for you. And so based on that word, hallelujah, we start thinking and expecting on his level. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen, amen. 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 Praise the Lord. And so here we are now. Hallelujah. I said, here we are now, yeah? Yeah. receiving a word that is contrary from everything that we have ever known. Yeah? Thinking according to the level of what God has said. See, the Bible says we are transformed by the renewing, ah, ah, to transform the mind requires a transformation of word. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So the, so, so the Bible says in Romans 8, 14, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Hallelujah. And daughters of God. Children of God. Family of God. People of God. The things that makes us different is we're not led by what everybody is led by. Alright? We are led by the Spirit of God. So I repeat, Jesus never said, My power has made you well. Jesus said, your faith has made you well. Your faith has healed you. Go in peace. Your faith has made you whole. And I would like to declare today that uh, if there is a faith, if we could just represent uh, on behalf of the nation, on behalf of the continent, hallelujah, 
a faith that is beyond everything we have known. A faith that is beyond everything that we have experienced. A faith that cancels out our hard drive and introduces us to the power of God visiting us. Uh, I am convinced not because I have any, any external evidence, but I am convinced because I believe that God has spoken. And because God has spoken, and because God is faithful to His word, that God will make good on His promise. That truly the hands of begging will turn to hands of blessing. That truly the rivers of God will flow from this place and be a blessing to all people everywhere. Hallelujah. That mountains will be made low and that valleys would be exalted and that the glory of the Lord will be revealed and mankind together will see it. That God always has a plan for such a time. That our problems are not beyond his reach. Sometimes he's just setting everything up for a glorious visitation that calls all people to see and know the glory of God. In the last days, the world, the knowledge of the glory of the, the Lord will cover the earth as the waters cover the seas. So let it be in Jesus' name. So let it be in Jesus' name. So let it be in Jesus' name. So, so today, faith is found in the house of God today. Hallelujah. Our faith is more precious than gold. It's interesting. Faith is not natural to us. Skepticism, doubt, fear is natural to us. But faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. The Roman centurion was worried about his, son, his servant who was sick until he understood the power of the word and said, you just speak and I know my child will be here. So the word canceled out his fear. The word canceled out his worry about In fact, he said, if that word has gone, my thinking is changed now. Hallelujah. My hard drive has been replaced. Hallelujah. Is that good technical language, Abel? Yeah, am I doing good? My hard drive has been, my data has been wiped out and re replaced, reprogrammed, reconfigured, hallelujah, recombobulated. Hey, ha, because God has spoken, hallelujah. Speak the word and I know my servant will be healed. And the word came. He got expectation of good. He said, don't even come no more. Game over. God has spoken. I don't need to see it. Eh? To know that he is healed, I just need your word. Hallelujah. And I would like to suggest that in the case of whatever it is that you find yourself in, whatever it is you are going through, hallelujah, may the Holy Spirit speak to you today. Because if he said it, you've already got your answer. And that's the faith we have for this nation. He has already spoken, people. He has already spoken. Hallelujah. He has already spoken. Uh, some of us are excited because we signed peace agreement in, in Pretoria and in Nairobi. Some of us were excited long before. <laughs> Amen. You, you know, we had prayer and fasting. Uh, when was it? When was it the last time? And we took the flag of Ethiopia, this flag. It was in the middle of the, the, the drama. But we took like paper, white paper, tissue paper, all white. And we taped it all over the flag. Eh? right here in the middle, so that you don't see a flag, it's just white. And white representing peace. And then we saw the flag, and we saw the white, and we began to dance. Mind you, the war is still going on. But we received uh, information that cancels all of the data in our hard drive. God has said. God has said. 
faith is attached to the good and God has said. Yes. Who's going with me now? We don't need to wait for the band, you see. We need to wait for the word. The lame man went into the temple dancing and leaping and praising God. I, I hear a, a music all in my own head. It comes from the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Faith is more. We can stay standing. Everybody stand. We, 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 we need to have that kind of a relationship with the Lord. That it affects our life. Hallelujah. That it affects our life to such a degree. Hallelujah. That life has to respond. That life has to obey. The Bible says when the centurion went back home, even before he got home, they sent messengers and said, your servant is already healed. He says, what time was that? Just to make sure it was the same time when Jesus said the word. Hallelujah. So, so uh, if God spoke, it's already done. Our attachment is to what thus says the Lord. So I don't know whatever it is you are going through. Eh? What did the Spirit of God say to you about that? Hallelujah. I, I know maybe it looks a little bit difficult, but in the midst of that difficulty, what did the Spirit of God say to you? Because that's what matters. Hallelujah. And that's what will, what will happen at the moment he, he, he spoke the word. God is at work. And I want to suggest to you today that God is at work right now. Hallelujah. You know, there's some people that's still not happy with this peace agreement. I don't know if you've heard or have relatives or something. People just, it's just never good enough. What about so and so? And what about such and such? It's not about what, what happened here or what happened there or what needs to be done or what's not. What matters is that God has spoken. And if God has spoken, we don't need to see how it will come to pass because His word is how it will come to pass. Amen. So tell the righteous that it will be well with them. For they will eat the fruit of their labor. Hallelujah. We walk by faith and not by sight. Hallelujah. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. So God has spoken. And may everyone experience in your life. Let it be to you today according to your faith. Let it be unto you today. According to your faith, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of the Lord. Speak, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, today I give you praise. You are so good. You are so faithful. You are right on time. It was said in your scriptures, when Nathaniel heard that Jesus had come from Nazareth, can anything good come from Nazareth? And he was told, come and see. Many times Ethiopia and Africa, it represents Nazareth. Can anything good? It seems like good things can come from anywhere but there. But let it be known today that because God has spoken, there's good things in Ethiopia. There's good things in Africa. There's blessing. Hallelujah. There's help. There's visitation. 
But, but more than anything, there is Jesus. Hallelujah. And we share Jesus with the world. Hallelujah. Jesus has an assignment with these people. And, and, and we will be ambassadors to herald his goodness in the earth. Amen. Hallelujah. Father, in Jesus' name, whatever everybody is struggling with right now, big or small, I thank you that you don't bring us to, you bring us through. And that we are just passing by, hallelujah, on our way to the good. Because faith is always attached to the good. You are a good father. You take care of your children. We defy our own hard drive. It's been lying to us. And we say, let it be to me according to your word. Bless your people today. Bless them with favor. Bless them with help. Bless them with visitation, Father God. We even stand representing the nation. We thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. That you are at work in this nation. That you will cause us to be blessed as a nation, as a continent, and to be a blessing. This is easy for you, Father God, and we trust you for it. May truly your hand be extended over your people today. And we give you praise. Hallelujah. I think uh, this is probably one of the most powerful presentation of the word of God we have heard today. Because everything we do comes by faith. Some 16 years ago, I was lying sleep in Nairobi, Kenya. That's where my base was, but traveling throughout Africa. Before that, I had come to this country. I was so discouraged by what I saw. And I said, nothing good would come out of this place. Very disappointed, disheartened. Left this country actually cursing the country. And uh, I remember at 3 a.m. in the morning, God came into my room. And he spoke to me and says, what are you doing here? Then I started to tell him about my frustration. I went back, <clears throat> started a ministry, it didn't work. That nation is going to be a nation again. It's messed up. God did not answer my question. He just said this word, go back, the nation will be redeemed in righteousness. I, I couldn't believe. I mean, righteousness was further away from my thoughts. Ethiopia would be redeemed in righteousness. I started to present my arguments. God never took that into consideration. Go back. This was Saturday at 3 a.m. in the morning. I started to scream, to cry, because even in the heart of my heart, I didn't want this nation to be blessed. <laughs> my wife woke up. We cried together. Sunday morning. We went to church. Monday morning, 
I called my president in Colorado Springs, Peter Bradley. I said, I've resigned. He said, what happened? <laughs> he cannot understand, comprehend what was going through in my spirit. Anyway, I resigned by four letters to follow. I arrived Tuesday morning by 10.30 on Kenny Airways with my wife. I had over 20 officers across Africa. So I came here and I said, Lord, here I am. What do you want me to do? And then God spoke to our heart. Our pastor, our son came out of this place. Shall flow rivers of life. Poverty will be turned into blessings. You know, all these confessions we make every Sunday. It was framed 16 years ago. It's easy to see that now. Because yesterday, a nation called Kuwait said, we're going to buy all our wheat from Ethiopia. <laughs> Nations are lining to buy wheat from Ethiopia. This poor, dry country. Nations are lining up to buy electric power from Ethiopia. Give praise. Out of this nation, God spoke. Rivers will flow. That was 16 years ago. Hard to believe. And all this mess that you hear, the fight and all that, it's not here to stay with us. We're passing through. We're passing through. We'll have a different Africa arise this year. Nations are coming from all over. Egypt is coming. South Africa is coming. Uganda is coming. We're going to have celebrate what God can do in a continent like Africa. My brothers and sisters, you're not, you may be from a different country. You're not here by accident. Can a nation be born overnight? <laughs> it's amazing. So fasten your seat belts. We're about to fly. <laughs> so if you just have come or coming every Sunday to have a church experience, this is not it. You are experiencing transformation in your minds, in your thoughts, in your imaginations, in your dreams, so that you go back to wherever you have come from and believe God will move from this continent. This dark continent, a light will come. A light will shine. Hallelujah. Against all odds, I want you to know God is at work. God is at work in your life in your nation, in your family, in your children. Don't ever give up. Faith comes by. Say it again. Faith comes by. Faith 
Faith comes by. And we have heard it this morning. Father God. We are grateful. That you have enabled us to witness. What God can do. In his own time. And his own season. We thank you for what we are experiencing in our land. We thank you, Lord, for what we are going through. I'm glad we're going through. This is not the destination. We're going to experience your glory even more powerfully. And I pray, Father, that this morning, whatever people are going or hurting that is hitting them, the blockage they are feeling on their way, the hindrance, obstacles. I pray in Jesus' name that you'll give them the faith and the confidence. This is not it. This is not the end. We're passing through. Father, speak life. Speak hope. Speak confidence in the life of your people. Thank you for speaking to us so powerfully, so directly. We give you praise and honor. Now raise your hands and receive the blessings of the Lord. The Lord bless you. The Lord shine his face upon you. The Lord give you grace and strength and confidence. To receive a word from the Lord. And to build your faith according to what God has spoken. God bless you with wisdom. With insight. And inspiration. So that what you've heard would be really captured in your spirit. And would bring transformation in your life and in your community. In the name of the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit and all of God's people say Amen. Give Him praise. 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 He is worthy to be praised. Worthy to be magnified. Hallelujah. For the Lord our God the Almighty reigns. Amen. God bless you as you go. See you next week.